0: Hey, what's up, guys? Going to be another fun episode. I'm bringing in Natalie Oliverio, and we're going to talk a lot about her transition from the military world to civilian life, and then all the things that she is doing to help our transitioning military people find that career that they are going to enjoy and really like. It's a fun conversation, and we kind of dive a lot into the mindset of what happens to a lot of those guys during that transition. It's going to be a fun episode. So like always, guys, this show is brought to you by... Point Blank Safety Services, Blue Family Fund, and they are just an amazing organization with an amazing nonprofit. So Stacey McGovern over there at Point Blank Safety Services, man, she does amazing things um, for police officers, their families. Not only is she providing you know police officers with additional income because we all know that they're not paid enough, but she is giving them an opportunity to provide more for their family while also giving back to the family of fallen police officers and giving scholarships to those kids that are that are you know going up for a better education you know along the way so if you're in texas and you need so to protect your assets your construction sites your buildings or if you're in a spot where you would really benefit from some active duty or active shooter training Please do me a favor and go check out pointblanksafetyservices.com. Tell Stacy Donnie sent you over from the Success Champions podcast. I'd be so glad to have you guys just pop in and say hello. Uh, and let her know that you're listening to her on the show, and then go check out BlueFamilyFun.com and you know see what they're doing with their nonprofit. I know they have a an amazing event coming up in November called the Hopscotch Bourbon Event, where they're doing tastings and food and all kinds of fun stuff. So check that out, and that's at BlueFamilyFun.com. And then, you know, with Icy Tech Coolers, this has been a cool partnership with these guys. These are some of the coolest co- ice coolers that I've ever gotten my hands on. Uh, they sent me one to, to check out before we decided to become partners in all this. And let me tell you, this cooler is badass. Um, it is lightweight, which I freaking love. I've had other coolers in the game and man, some of those coolers, once you fill them up, you're not moving them. But I've got the 55 quart and we filled that thing full of ice, beer, and any other beverages and food. And in the Texas summer, that stuff keeps up. It is pretty badass that that it'll keep up with uh, the ins, the outs, the grilling, all that stuff along with it. I've really, really enjoyed this. Um, And I I love to see what they're doing. You know, they've partnered up with a lot of the big charter boat companies. Um, They're being featured now on some of these reality the fishing shows. Uh, they recently just had a car in the, La- in the NASCAR races. I mean, so it's it's really, really cool seeing what they're doing. So do me a favor, guys. Head over to icy-tech.com backslash success, and you'll get $25 off your next purchase of an tech cooler. So icy com backslash success, or you can go to icy-tech.com, and on your order, type in the promo code success for $25 off your order. Get ready, guys, because I'm bringing on Natalie Olivero, and this is going to be a good one. All right, guys, I'm really, really, really stoked about this episode. I love it when I can bring my veterans in, and I really love it when I can bring the female veterans in to tell their side of the story and the things they've been through and the life-changing thing changing things that they've done in this world. And today, I am bringing in Natalie Oliverio. That is such a fun name. I'm Donnie Bovie, and this is Donnie Success Champions. Natalie, welcome to the show, my dear. Please tell us your story.
1: Hey, Donnie. Thanks so much for having me. I am a Navy veteran post 9-11 who spent 10 years as a corporate recruiter and really was so stifled, underutilized, untapped potential, and so unhappy in that lifestyle. So last year, I quit my day job. And I launched my own business as a veteran entrepreneur in the world of military talent to combine the two things that I love most, which are mentorship, and recruiting they go hand in hand empowering other people to to achieve a meaningful career is what makes me tick it gets me out of bed in the morning and now i'm doing it by my own terms for all the right reasons making sure people are getting absolutely what they want
0: dude i love this i love all right so welcome to the crazy people's club because that's what I did in 2017. I jumped out, walked away from corporate America and, you know, started my own company and fell flat on my face um, <laughs> as part of that process. What was it about the, that corporate journey? I mean, because a lot of us go through it. But what was about that, that corporate journey? You were like, screw this, I'm out.
1: Having to not do what you know is the right thing mm-hmm. for other people. Careers are such a huge part of who we are. They, they make up a bulk of our identity. When you meet somebody, and Donnie, they say, oh, hey, Donnie, what do you do? That's the first question someone asks you when you meet them. So, If you can't give somebody what's right for them and you're forced to kind of push and pull or squeeze them into something that maybe isn't the right fit, that's just not something I can get behind. Mm. So I wanted to be able to take all that corporate policy and red tape and and throw it out the window and just do the right thing for veterans and military spouses.
0: Matt, I love this because, you know, but here's what goes through my mind. When I went into the Marine Corps, I had no idea what the hell I wanted to be when I grew up. Right. You know, it was it was I'd love to say I went into the Marine Corps to defend my country and blah, blah, blah. blah. That's all bullshit. Right. Because none of that is the reason I went. I went in because I had no idea what the hell I wanted to be or what I wanted to do. You know, so so flash forward when I got out. I still had no idea what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. So, so I got to assume that a lot of these people that you're helping with their transition and job placement and that kind of stuff are battling that same mental game, that same mental problem. How do you place them when they're still playing? You know, I don't know what I want to be. I don't know what I want to do. I can't figure that out. How do you help them out?
1: That's such a great question. I know.
0: I'm good at this. No, 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 no.
1: That's exactly why we offer free mentorship and coaching to everyone who wants it, because that's the number one thing that people skip. And the culprit that eight out of 10 veterans are guilty of not giving themselves the time to understand what it is they even want to do. And why? So career discovery and career planning are where we begin. We have those conversations. That's how you understand if you're in the right position. That's how we can guarantee to employers that we're going to mitigate their turnover problems. We're going to eradicate their retention issues by getting people into the right positions who are so committed to what they're doing, who are so in sync with their professional goals that it doesn't make sense for them not to be in the role because this is their perfect fit.
0: That's awesome because, you know, when I got out, I I think I was a lucky gem. And what I mean by lucky is my best friend and his dad owned a company. Mm -hmm. So I went to work for them. So I walked into a job. No, I hated the damn job. Don't get me wrong. I was doing heating and air conditioning in Texas in the middle of freaking ungodly summers, Mm -hmm. you know, but, but I had a job, several of my buddies, you know, when they got out, you know, had nothing. And I can, I mean, this was 99 when we all got out, but you know, I can still remember the phone calls from buddies saying, I think I'm going back in or, you know, one buddy, you know, was like, hey, I think I'm getting evicted from our house. And a bunch of us got together to, you know, help make a month's worth of, you know, mortgage and stuff because, you know, that transition is such a beast. You know, we go from the lifestyle of, you know, you're around people on a daily basis being told what to do every day of the week to now you're out on your own trying to figure it out. And, you know, um, I think pride a lot of times stops people from just taking a job while they figure it out. Would you agree?
1: Absolutely. And also not knowing that you're supposed to make the ask mm. or, or, you know, what do I actually want to do? Can you help me figure it out? Right. Um, so it used to be the stigma of, well, people don't understand how to translate their experience, which is total bullshit. It's not about translating your entire lifestyle. It's about identifying and being able to articulate what it is you actually want to do and why you want to do it. Have you ever been in a conversation when you were asking someone what they needed or what they wanted? And before you know it, it's 10 minutes later and you have not a fucking clue of what they're asking you. <laughs> yes. You yes. Have to be able to say what you want and why you want it in 60 seconds. Otherwise people are not able to help you. But if you make it so stupid easy for people to say, yes, Donnie, I can do that for you. They're going to say yes. People want to say yes to help you, but you have to know how to ask for it.
0: Yeah, totally. You know, and it's, it's interesting. And I love the whole concept around translating what you do into something else because the military flat out sucks at it. You know, the military, when you get out, right, they, they send you through the taps program or whatever the hell it's called. And some military guy. stands in front of the room and tries to bullshit you through your resume, bullshit you through, you know, what you're looking at. And it's all done in freaking military speak. I mean, I had TD Smyers on the show who was the base commander for the Joint Reserve Base here in, in the Fort Worth area. And, you know, he's like, it was the funniest thing. He's like, I did 20 some odd years as a base commander. And the first time I handed my resume to somebody, they laughed at me. Because it made no sense with all the corporate you know, military acronyms and everything else trying to make it sound corporate. So how does somebody take their resume and pull out all the military jargon and BS and make it so it's understandable, relatable, and conversational in the civilian world?
1: So instead of trying to transform your entire identity into a regular walking Joe civilian, right. That, that's never been militarized. Instead, once you
0: walking figure, Joe civilian, I'm borrowing that by the way, <laughs>
1: I mean, it's very nice. And I don't mean to harm by it, but anybody on the street that's never served. That right.
0: Right. right, right. Me? Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Um, but once you know what you want to do and why you want to do it, then your career research begins, right? Because companies, large, small, medium, they all have got different titling structures, different job descriptions. So you have to identify where you want to work and why. Do you align with those company goals? Are there is their mission something that resonates with you? Okay, check. What kind of jobs do they have available? Am I qualified? Am I really interested? Okay, check. So then you're actually reading the description. You understand what they're asking for. So then you have a set of skills that they're asking for and you have your experience. You can start to mirror that based on what you've accomplished. People spend so much time writing out their duties and responsibilities on a resume in 12 to 14 bullets. (laughs) That's the fastest way to get it trash canned. And instead of if you actually compel some adult in the six to seven a second attention span that they have to wanna to read the rest of the words on that pretty page, then you've won half the battle. Now you have to compel them to understand why you're well qualified. So instead of revolutionizing your experience as a civilian Joe, you need to really mirror what that description's asking for based on your experience. I recommend writing out your experiences I went on X, Y, Z mission. I was responsible for ABC items and I saved X, Y, Z dollars, whatever. Right. right? Um, And then formulating that into an eloquent statement that you can articulate in your resume as per what's required on the job description. Before you know it, you're writing out all these scratch statements on pieces of paper or a whiteboard or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're starting to see your identity as a professional take shape. So you now have buildable bullets that are high impact that have action verbs at the beginning that are grabbing the attention of the reader like, holy shit, this person's a great, great talent and they're qualified. I want to talk to them.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love it for two reasons. One, being on the side of hiring people. When you put a job post out there, you are guaranteed you are about to get an influx of so many fucking resumes that you don't know what the hell to do. And I mean, literally, when I was hiring, I would take a stack of resumes and within about 30 seconds, I could go through 100 resumes. Right. And for me, it was quick. If if it was generic, you're out. Right. Because if you did it as a typical word template, whatever, you're out. That's that was just my style. You know, so I say that I want you to talk a little bit about that. But but also, you know, the Marine Corps, I'll speak to the Marines, not not the lesser military, the Navy, but I'll speak to the Marines. No big deal. Right. Um, uh, but I think we have like the lowest ASVAB and for the civilians to listen to the show, the ASVAB is a test you take to get in the military. I think the Marines got the lowest uh, bar that you've got to get over education wise to get in military. So we're not the cream of the crop. All right. I mean, yeah, I graduated.
1: They work out. Huh? Then can they work out? Oh,
0: though? yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I graduated high school with like a 2.1 GPA. I mean, that's like, you know, just barely, you know, getting my chin above the bar. And, uh, you know, so you know, I didn't go the college route, you know, so I'm, I was rough around the edges. And if you tried to sit down and tell me to make a elegant, real written resume, I'm going to give you the finger because I have no idea what elegant means. I can barely write my own damn name, sure. you know? So, so how does somebody you, take that high school? So in some cases, what's that high school equivalency test, whatever that's called, you know, le- level of education and translate that and be able to put together a a proper focused resume on the job they're going after.
1: That's what makes mentorship so important. I mean, mentorship truly to us is the foundation of everything that's done. And you can get access to free mentorship, free high-quality mentorship, in several amazing ways, like Veterati, ACP, Military Talent Partners, uh, Elite Meet for the Special Operators, the Travis Manion Foundation, Higher Heroes USA, Corporate America Supports You. All of these nonprofits are out there mentoring and guiding people through this process. Because here's the thing, there's no silver bullet. There is no one-size-fits-all approach. So you have to be able to have a great relationship with someone or a small group of people that you trust that will silence the noise on all of the opinions out there. Because if you ask 100 people how to do your resume, sure. you're going to get hundred different answers. Absolutely. So you have to have people you can trust to cancel out all that noise and to go with what you believe works best. There's also an amazing website called jobscan.co and they give Wait, you, what is the, that? It's jobscan.co. Jobscan, Okay. They give you real time feedback on your resume as far as how successful it will be against the applicant tracking systems, which is, so you need the, you need access to this knowledge through mentorship or coaching, or one of these incredible nonprofits or military talent partners who can actually help you get from point A to point B, because there is no recipe for, okay, this is what you do. You're going to be successful spank you on the butt. There you go. It doesn't <laughs> work like that. So, um, there's, there's so many free resources out there and, um, exceptional opportunities. You just have to be willing to do the work.
0: Yeah. And that's huge because, you know, as, as I went through my journey, you know, of trying to figure out corporate America and I did it all, you know, I did the blue collar to suit wearing white collar, you know, world. And, you know, uh, Two things that I always seem to do that do, because none of this was around when I got out, right? None of these programs or services were, were around when I got out. So I had to figure it out on my own. Well, figuring things out on your own is a bitch, right? I mean, because you're, you're going to bang your head against the wall and some things are going to work out, some things are not. So what I learned is somebody's already carved the path somewhere. Somebody's already made a trail. My job was to figure out who that person was. And then go find them go find a mentor if you will go find somebody and you know this really played out well when I got into my sales career because when I first got in you know I'd learned that you know you go get advice from somebody else so I went up to the number one sales guy and said okay how'd you do it how'd you get here what'd you do and I think most military guys and gals when they get out uh, you know that we're in that mindset of i don 't want to ask for advice, right I should be able to just figure this out because that's what we did in the military. Just put your head down and get the damn job done, whatever the job was you know right. and it's it's hard to step out of that and and you know realize that you've got to to ask for help or follow the trail. How do you get somebody to reach out? How do you get somebody to make that first move in that direction.
1: We're getting the word out to people who are in the service who have 24 months left, 36 months left. Encouraging people through social communities, social media, to get started early. It's never too start to early. It's never too early to start. To get easy for
0: you to started. say. <laughs>
1: yeah, easy for me to say, it, it's never too soon to reach out and get a mentor, someone who can walk alongside you for the next couple of years to help you make great decisions. I promise you. Everything that I know really well, I have screwed up more than once (laughs) in my own transition. And I want to help put this information out so other people can avoid those failures. And everything that I have to stand on today is because of my mentors and other people who are so much smarter than me, who are in my corner, giving me the knowledge and the success and the confidence that I need to go after. And I cannot vouch for mentorship enough. I So much so that I built my entire company around it. And actually today, right before this podcast, just launched an executive coaching program that is an incredible, mind-blowing offer for anyone who's transitioning from the military, any veteran who's transitioning from career to career, or military spouses.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, because, like I said, none of this was around when I got out. And, you know, here's, here's my story, so you know a little bit about my background. When when I got out, I ran like hell, right? And, you know, I was done. You know, my four years, signed the dotted line, and I got the hell out. Um, no regrets that I did it, but it was definitely not the lifestyle for me. Um, being a guy who doesn't like necessarily like authority and being told what to do, I don't know what the hell went through my head that said, sign up to go to the Marine Corps where they do nothing but tell you what to do on a regular basis. And, you know, so when I got out, you know, uh, through a couple of series of events, I was basically told by corporate executives to never tell anybody you're a veteran you know because it will never help you in corporate america they weren't wrong because at the time nobody had this concept of transferring your skills to civilian speak you know it was military guys trying to teach me how to you know dumb it down so i had to go through the school of hard knocks to land a career and 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 figure it all out and constantly try and find myself in the right positions so it took me about 10 years to really embrace that I was a veteran because it wasn't did jack shit for me in corporate America. Um, so there was no value in bringing it up. Why bring it up? I say all that to say is I think a lot of guys went through that same or are going through that same process of they realizing that the military means shit on a resume. You know, So so they're having to get to a point where they've mentally dealt with whatever demons, whatever, you know, things they're dealing with before they reach out. So when you say you're getting these people 24 months and 36 months before they get out, I'm assuming you're getting the career guys and not the four year guys.
1: It depends. I mean, we honestly have a mix. Sometimes I think if you know, you're not a career guy, you know, by year two, uh, this is probably not your lifetime, uh, but you know we have people coming in at all phases. We yeah, have- but at
0: that point, are they thinking about a job, or are they just thinking about I've got you know four hundred in a wake up?
1: Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Honestly, there's there's not just one demographic. So unfortunately, we have way too many people who are coming to us with thirty days left. Yeah. Like holy shit, I'm retiring. I don't have a job. I need to work. I have to have a paycheck. I have a family, and I don't know what to do. I've never written a resume before. I've never been in an interview. So those are the the, uh, the panic buttons that get hit every single day that we're trying to mitigate by spreading the word about free mentorship and uh, career coaching. The other side of this that not a lot of people talk about are the predatory recruiting firms mm. that come in. They really target senior NCOs and junior military officers or JMOs. And they make them sign non-compete agreements or exclusivity agreements, which means that you will only allow them to hire you or place you into a job, any job. And if you go get a job on your own or with another firm, then you're going to be fined or
0: blacklisted. Why would a company do that? That makes no sense to me. Why somebody would would I mean non compete? I mean, I get non competes in the business world, even though they don't hardly stand up, you know. Uh, you know, but but why would you put a non compete on somebody looking for a job? That's just asinine.
1: It is. It's very self serving, and it's to protect the asset of people coming into a a talent agency or a staffing firm so that you're not working with a candidate and then they decline your offer or go get a job with someone else. And then you lose the placement fee.
0: Look, your job is to find them a damn job. Go find them a freaking job. If somebody does it better than you, get over it and go find another damn candidate.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But unfortunately, transitioning Mm -hmm. service members, they're not aware of that. Of course. Of course. That's what's happening on the back end. So long story short, a lot of these agencies have treated people very badly. And that reputation has spread like wildfire in the military community, as it often does. So then you have people, a demographic of people who are afraid to talk to recruiters in general, because they think they're all the same.
0: And well, they got that that title, that, that headhunter, you know, mindset. You know. Exactly.
1: And they don't want to be taken advantage of. So you either have people who are susceptible and vulnerable to be taken advantage of or people who are street smart and they're like, I'm not letting this person talk me into anything. And so then you have that tug of war going on. So it's not an easy fix. The only thing that's going to fix this is more, more accurate information and a commitment to continue supporting the community. You should be able to get everything you need for free. Free doesn't work for everybody. There are certainly paid opportunities available. We have one too. But if you are willing to put in the work, you can get everything you need for free. You just have to be disciplined enough and have that self-worth and focus enough to do it for yourself.
0: You know, what I love about that last whole phrase is a lot of things that I've done for my business, my podcast, my everything, you know, I jumped on YouTube, you know, and, and I YouTube searched everything, to figure out how to launch this thing and holy hell I'm glad I did it because it's done amazing and it's taken off and had some great success. You know, you guys are saying, "Hey, look, YouTube's an option, but come here, let us walk you through, you know, everything to to find, you know, what you need to go find that career in life." That's that's awesome. How are you guys outside of course doing interviews like this? How are you guys spreading the word to to get this out there? Because I don't know, but you've got hundreds of thousands of guys and gals transitioning out of the military each year. Then you know that's a tall order to try and get to them to say, hey, you know, we can help. How are you getting to them?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> So we are fortunate to have a very good following on social media, especially LinkedIn, uh, create a lot of content there. But when I started Military Talent Partners last year, I started not alone. I started by partnering alongside incredible powerhouse veteran service organizations like American Corporate Partners and Veterati and Elite Meet and the Travis Manion Foundation. I also went through an accelerator at Bunker Labs, have come through the Bunker Labs program, can't say enough good stuff about them. So I grabbed on to these extensive, incredible networks and am running this race right alongside them.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I've recently been introduced to Bunker Labs, and I'm excited. I'm getting some conversations that come in to help be part of the mentor process and do some speaking for them. So so looking looking forward to that. Um, and I love Veterati, you know, and, and if you guys are listening, you haven't heard of some of these programs, Travis Mannion Foundation, you know, there's a local chapter here in Fort Worth. Um, if you haven't heard of some of these organizations, they're absolutely amazing at what they're trying to do and what i like is their focus is not necessarily helping the the transition it is but it's actually trying to actively get into the military before these guys get out to help them on their journey you know along the way which is which is huge because a lot of times when you're out in desperation mode you know it's very hard to to get that all going where do you think all this has taking you? I mean, where do you think, you know, this journey is going to launch you to? Because, you know, I found you through LinkedIn, because you're doing a crap ton of content out there. You know, um, and when I saw what you're doing, I'm like, oh, holy hell, she's coming on the show. You know, so, so, I mean, where's all this life taking you of giving back and helping out our brothers and sisters in arms and, you know, helping them with their career in life. I mean, are, are you going to be the next Oprah on a couch, you know, helping everybody through all their stuff, or are you just going to, big to build the biggest empire of, you know, transitioning veterans?
1: Both? I mean, you get a job, you get a job, you get a job, everybody a job. Everybody that is the goal. Um, what I want to do is absolutely turn this industry on its side and make it work for the veteran, the spouse. Military spouses are some of the most unemployed, underemployed, underutilized talent force in this country. Veteran unemployment isn't such a big problem in it anymore, but veteran underemployment is. So I want to change that psyche of the service member. It's not on the military to teach you how to be successful It's on the military to take care of you while you're in that lifestyle. So changing lifestyles is a major life shift. So you are so pressured to get a great job, to be quote unquote successful, that you don't understand what meaningful career means to you. That's what we're working hard every day to change that definition and to make everyone understand that they qualify for that. They are entitled to the opportunity to get a a meaningful career. You don't have to go, you know, sling fast food at a restaurant. If that's what you want to do, do it. Hey, I'll take fries with that. But If you want to do something that excites you every day and gives your life meaning and purpose like most service members do, they want to continue to serve after the service, then you can do that. You can do anything but understanding how to use those free tools and the resources that are all around you, because they weren't there for me either in 2005. And I fell flat on my face. I thought I had all the answers, thought I knew what I was doing. And I was in literal shock at how much I didn't know and how horrible that time in my life was. And for anyone transitioning from career to career, after your military transition, there is no finish line. You don't transition from the military, get a job and cross some finish line. You're never finished. You transition throughout your entire career, from job to job, from promotion to company to company. It doesn't matter. You have to understand your worth as a professional and what your goals are right now and long term.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Girl, I got to tell you, I, <clears throat> as I choke myself up, geez, oh, Pete. <laughs>
1: Joe, edit
0: that. <laughs> um, but I, I got to tell you, this this is awesome. You know, you hear quite often how many people want to help out the, the military. Um, you don't often hear a lot that, that talk about the military spouses. So that's huge as well. I mean, my brother's wife did 24 years in the Marine Corps with him. I mean, the whole ride that means she was around for every deployment and having to take care of the fi- the kids pay the bills you know she worked jobs you know all the way through so the fact that you're also focusing on them um because you know i've gotten into loud verbal disagreements with people that might like, look if, if, a, if a wife did 24 years with somebody they might as well be given the veteran status in my opinion because they went through jesus um and having to deal with all that and having to you know deal with the impact of their husband's gone for 18 months you know and then comes back and you've got to build a relationship all over again you know so i love the fact that you're you're focused on working on them as as well as part of this whole ride you know keep doing what you're doing girl keep going going loud with this because you're you're going to drastically impact and change lives and somebody's got to continue to to carry the the, the torch because it's you know it's it's a lot of responsibility dealing with you know the guys and gals who put their life on the line for this country. So 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 good on you. Keep rocking and rolling with you. So here's how I like to to wrap up every show, and I do stump some people with this. So so stand by. If you were going to leave the champions who listen to this podcast. People in 78 countries all over the world that are veterans, first responder, entrepreneurs, business owners, people that are just going through their journey, figuring it out as they go along for the ride. If you were going to leave them with a quote, a phrase, a saying, a mantra, something they can take with them on their journey, especially when they're stacked up against it and trying to figure it out, what would be that quote or phrase you would say? remember this.
1: I would say you are only one decision away from changing the rest of your life. There is nothing different between you and everybody else who's done exactly what you want to do. Other than then, they saw their fear, looked it right in the eye and just did it anyway.
0: I freaking love that. I love that. Natalie, you're awesome, dear. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for coming on the show. Just keep being a badass, would you?
1: Thank you so much. I'm going to do my damnedest, Donnie. I appreciate your time, and thank you so much for having me on this morning.
0: Absolutely. And the ground is no place a champion a champion, a champion, a champion wow what a great show I love talking with Natalie she's such a powerhouse and I love what she's doing hey do me a favor guys if you got any value out of this would you send it out to a friend and just say hey you should really check out this show uh, it means a lot to me and it really does uh, help the show you'll find more of its listeners out there. And if it makes sense, leave me an honest review wherever you listen to podcasts. That also helps people discover the show. I really appreciate that. And then come hang out in our Facebook group, Success Champions. It's really where badasses hang out. We do a lot of conversations around business, um, going for it, mindset, motivation, all those type of things. So come hang out with us. Just go to Facebook. Up in the search bar, type in success champions, click on groups, and we'll be right there. Looking forward to seeing you in there, guys. Keep kicking ass and taking names. Thanks for always tuning in. Kevin and I have a lot of fun each week recording these episodes and sharing our best thoughts and ideas with you all. Man, we're just proud to to have you guys as listeners always tuning in. And we really appreciate the messages we get the dms emails and the likes from you guys with questions and ideas for future shows and that just means the world to us we really are changing how the world networks we've poured our heart and soul into success champions networking and it continues to grow so if you haven't checked out a chapter and you're looking for a mastermind group of pure absolute badasses that understand that giving introductions are way more powerful than referrals. Go to successchampionnetworking.com and request a visit. And thanks for being you. Thanks for being a champion of your success, because that's what it means to be a success champion.